The following program does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Reality Radio 101, its advertisers and sponsors, or its listening audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts Fred and Janet Cox right here on Reality Radio 101. To get on board right now, send us an email. Our email address is liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, right to your host of the Liquid Green Health Show, Fred Cox. And yes, good afternoon. It is Fred Cox and it's the Liquid Green Health Show. And uh, it's Sunday afternoon, 5.30 p.m. And uh, what can I say? It's a warm welcome to all of our listeners here to the Liquid Green Health Show. Uh, whether you're in Toronto, across Canada, the United States, around the world, wherever you are, we just want to say thank you for allowing us into your private space. I hope that you did remember to turn your clocks back. I don't know why they keep doing that. Um, but obviously, if you're here and you're listening to us, you did. You did turn your clock back. Today's show is sponsored by Liquid Green Products, producers of Eco Superior Green Cleaning Products for your home, your office, your car. And of course, your pets. And if you're not using any of these superior green products, I always like to ask the question, what in the world are you using? So please go to liquidgreenproducts.com, click on any product that you'd like to try and don't, uh, and uh, we'll get it to you as quickly as possible. Uh, you know, today, as I said, it's another, it's the beginning for us, the beginning of the month of November. This is our first show for the month of November. And November is best known for Thanksgiving and Veterans Day. And uh, also, you know, they have other celebration that takes place on November, things like, uh, it's also known as Alzheimer's Disease Awareness Month and Diabetes Awareness Month. So, you know, all those things are happening during the month of, uh, of November. We're not gonna be talking about any of those things. Um, I'm here all by myself this evening. My co-host is not here. She's on a plane somewhere over the Atlantic, heading back to beautiful Canada. And um, so today, it's just you and me. Uh, during this broadcast, I wanted to feel free to write us at liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. Let us know where you're listening from. And uh, please... You know, uh, don't be afraid to write in. We have very informative information we're going to be, I'm going to be passing on to you this evening. Like all of our broadcasts, this one also is for education and entertainment purposes only. And it's designed to stimulate the mind and help bring us one step closer to living a healthier lifestyle. And as I said before, it is just me and me alone that's running the, sh the ship today. This evening, 
We're all alone, folks, just you and me, sitting across from each other, having a friendly conversation. No guests, no hosts, uh, no co-host, just you and me, our vo my voice, your email as communicating tools. So please write me. Uh, let me know that you enjoy the show. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know where you're listening from. And let me know if there are more than one of you that's listening. Please let us know. We want to know everything. Okay. So it, it helps us to understand the, uh, the demographics of our show. So today, what I'm going to be talking about, and um, I'm just going to be passing information that I've you know, gleaned from other sources that uh, we are in touch with. I, I'm, I've chosen a topic that I think it is very, very important. Today, I'm going to be talking about nothing more. Today, I'm going to be talking about blood pressure, right? Our blood pressure, your blood pressure. What is blood pressure? That is the big question I'm going to be asking. What is blood pressure, right? We all go around life doing several things every day. A lot of us are under stress. We encounter a lot of things that could um, either raise our blood pressure or lower our blood pressure. And sometimes we don't realize what's the state of our blood pressure. And we get into conditions that is not compatible with the normal way of how our body should be funct functioning. So the big question is, what is blood pressure, right? And uh, from my understanding, it's, you know, it's the, it's the force in which the heart pushes the blood to other parts of the body. That's it in a nutshell, right? The blood carries oxygen and nutrients to our, uh, to your, to our organs and tissues. And a certain amount of force is needed to get the blood to all parts of our body. And so blood pressure is that force of blood pushing against the inside of our arteries, right? And when the pressure is too much or too low, it can have adverse effects on, on our body. So high blood pressure, right? Let's talk about high blood pressure and the type of emergencies that high blood pressure can, can cause. It is usually, it can become a very chronic condition, right? That, and, and when you get into the state of emergency, it can gradually cause damage over the years. They call it the silent killer. That is what it is referred to, the silent killer. Why? Because you're unaware of what's happening. You, we can't see what's happening in our body unless we go to the doctor and uh, the medical uh, professionals perform imaging uh, scans on us and stuff like that, imaging tests. So you don't know what's happening. And so we go through life, you know, every day eating whatever we feel like eating, doing whatever we feel like doing, not realizing that we're putting pressure on the heart, right? And so when you put too much pressure in the heart, you get into emergency conditions that can cause complications complications in pregnancy, you can get memory loss, personality changes, you can experience tr trouble concentrating. 
irritable or progressive loss of consciousness, severe damage to the body's main artery or aortic uh, dissection, that's what it's called. You can also uh, experience a stroke. Sudden impaired pumping of the heart can lead up to fluid blocking in the lungs, resulting in shortness of breath or a sudden loss of kidney function. So those are some of the emergency pressures, uh, situations that can happen when you have high blood pressure. Now, I wanna take a look at the arteries, right? And how the arteries could become damaged. And folks, this is information that I'm, I'm passing on to you. Uh, it's nothing that I don't think you've never heard about it, but it's information that we sometimes hear about and we just say, okay, I'm healthy. It's not gonna happen to me, but you need to know, you need to be aware of the dangers of high blood pressure, right? When the, when the arteries are damaged, it could be very, very serious. Healthy arteries are considered to be flexible. They're strong and it has a lot of elasticity in it. It has an inner lining and that inner lining is supposed to be smooth so that blood can flow freely. Just think of a hose, uh, a water hose, or even an air hose, right? When someone or yourself turns on the tap of a water hose and you hold it the other end and you put your finger to it, the water comes with a pressure, with a force, it hits your finger. And, and that force, if it's too strong, would move your finger. If there's anything that's along the, 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 the root of the water, it will either slow the water flow down or block it completely. So just think of it, think of your arteries as a, a water hose or an air hose. So as the blood flows freely, it, is, it should be able to supply all of the vital organs and tissues with nutrients and oxygen because the blood carries oxygen to other parts of the body. So high blood pressure or, or hypertension gradually increases the pressure of blood flowing through the arteries, all right? Now, when they become damaged, a damaged and, uh, uh, artery is usually a narrowed artery or it might have, um, for the lack of a better term, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know the right uh, terminology for this, but in the arteries, if, they are, if, if those arteries are damaged, uh, it would create gaps or, or uh, um, little, little cracks in, inside of the artery. So as the blood passes, those little cracks that, that uh, pieces of uh, arteries that raises up will slow down the, the, the flow of the, of the blood. Also, you can have stuff like uh, uh, plaque or fat within, the, within those arteries. So high blood pressure, you know, the, if the pressure is too high, can cause damage. Uh, it can damage the cells of the arteries which is the, the, the uh, or rather the inner lining, right? It can damage the inner lining of the arteries. And when fat from the food that we eat enter the bloodstream, they also can collect, can be collected in the damaged arteries. And eventually the artery walls become less, you know, flexible, uh, less elastic, uh, and that limits the blood flow to the body. And over time, 
the constant pressure of blood moving through a weakened artery can cause a section of its wall to enlarge. And that is what is known as an aneurysm, right? Or a bulge, right? In layman term, we call it a bulge. In the medical term, they call it an aneurysm. And that can be potentially dangerous. It can rupture and it can cause life-threatening internal bleeding. And that is a serious, serious problem when that occurs. Aneurysms can, it can form in, an, in any artery, right? Whether it's in the, in, in the brain or around the heart or wherever, they're they are most common in the body's largest uh, artery that is known as the aorta, right? That's where they most, uh, mostly happen. Now, that can cause damage to the heart, right? High blood pressure can cause many, many heart problems. So this is not, this is not a, a, a light topic that I'm giving you information on. This is a very, very serious topic. Lots of people uh, are walking around, you know, um, for the lack of a better term, close to death because they are unaware. That's why this condition is called the silent killer. They are unaware as to exactly the state of, the, of their blood pressure. That is why you should check your blood pressure as often as possible, especially if you are over a certain age. And I would guess to say if you are over 55, 60, you're going into your 70s, you should have in your home one of those machine, uh, little gadgets that you can test your blood, your blood pressure on a regular basis. Another condition that can occur with high blood pressure is coronary artery disease. Now, this is another of the arteries and damaged by high blood pressure have trouble supplying blood. A damaged artery has uh, trouble supplying blood to the heart. Too little blood flow to the heart can lead to a chest pain, right? Irregular heart rhythms or a heart attack. Okay, so you have to be cognizant. You have to know your body and understand when you start to feel these irregular heart rhythms or you're getting a slight pain in the chest, you know, if it, if it lingers on, please make sure you call a, a, a health practitioner or get yourself to the hospital as, as soon as possible. It can also cause enlarged left heart. High blood pressure forces the heart to work harder to pump blood to the rest of the body. And this causes the lower left side of the heart, the heart chamber, which is known as the, the, uh, the ventricle. I remember learning this in school. The left, you have the left and the right ventricle. Now, the left ventricle can thicken and a thickened left ventricle increases the risk of heart attack, heart failure, and sudden cardiac, you know, boom you're gone. You have a sudden cardiac uh, uh, death if, you, if that situation happens. Then you have heart failure. Over time, the strain on the heart caused by high blood pressure can cause the heart muscle to weaken and work less efficiently. Eventually, the overwhelmed organ, you know, your heart, it begins to fail and we say we get a heart attack. Now, folks, the heart never attacks anybody. We are the ones that are attacking our heart over the years. 
bad eating habits, bad lifestyle, right? And you do all these things to the poor little heart, which is just the size of the fist that has to pump blood to the size all over the body. Look at your body compared to the size of your heart. That little heart that has been working from the time life got into you, the heart has been working, right? And you have been attacking that heart all the time. Eventually, it's going to say, I can't take it anymore. And then it starts to, you know, you start to complain, you start to feel pain, shortness of breath, have to rush you to the hospital, and then the doctors do what they do best, right? High blood pressure can also cause damage to the brain. The brain is very is a very important organ. It depends on a nourishing of blood, a nourishment of blood supply to work properly. High blood pressure may affect the brain in several ways. There's something known as TIA, transient ischemic attack, right? Transient ischemic attack, sometimes called a mini stroke. A TIA is a brief temporary dis disruption of blood supply to the brain. Hardened arteries or blood clots caused by high blood pressure can cause TIA. It is often a warning sign of a full stroke. All right, so that's one of, one of the things. Then you have full-blown stroke. And this occurs when part of the brain doesn't get enough oxygen and nutrients. And it causes the brain cells to die. And once the brain cells starts to die, that is a serious, serious problem. You can suffer a stroke. Blood vessels damaged by high blood pressure can narrow, rupture, or leak. And high blood pressure can also cause blood clots to form in the arteries leading to the brain, to, uh, in the arteries leading to the brain, blocking blood flow and potentially causing a stroke. Okay? So... Again, be very cognizant, be aware of the pressure of the blood that is moving around in the body, that is carrying oxygen and blood uh, through the arteries to various parts of the body, to the brain, to the heart, and other, other important areas of the body. We have to be cognizant as to how that pressure, what that pressure level is. And that's why I said earlier, we all should have, once you get to a certain age, you should, you know, in Canada, there are lots of places you can walk in and you can get, uh, you can test your blood, your blood pressure. For example, you can walk into any shopper's drug mart, right? There's a, um, a machine there. You go sit down, take a few minutes, put the, the, the band on your arm and test your blood pressure right? It's free. You don't have to pay for it. Dementia. Dementia is, can, is, can be the cause of high blood pressure as well. Narrowed or blocked arteries can limit blood flow to the brain, leading to a certain type of blood uh, of dementia. That is called vascular dementia. And I, I have some experience with that, seeing what my mother-in-law went through. That is a condition that she suffered uh, from um, because she had very high blood pressure, not being aware of how high her blood pressure was. And I remember when she, uh, you know, she would travel back and forth from Jamaica to Canada quite often. And uh, one time she went to the doctor and, and the doctor was shocked. The doctor said, 
you're, you're a walking dead because her blood pressure was pretty close to 200, right? And uh, over a period of time, it, it just affected her. She began to lose her memory and got into a state of dementia. And it was very sad to see uh, the person that I knew and loved and to, to see her come to that situation where she basically was a vegetable lying in bed, not real, not knowing what was happening around her. So, you know, it's, I, I can give you firsthand uh, experience in that. Um, a stroke, uh, you know, vascular dementia is a stroke that interrupts blood flow to the brain and can cause, you know, as I said, um, vascular dementia. Well, then the next condition is mild cognitive impairment. This condition is a transition stage between changes in understanding and memory that generally come with aging. And the more serious problems caused by dementia, studies suggest that high blood pressure can lead to mild cognitive impairment. So these are some very serious conditions that can occur. You have the brain damage, you have uh, heart failure, and you have enlarged um, uh, uh, damaged, damaged arteries. You know, those are things that are a direct result of the constant pressure that is being put in those areas or the lack of blood or oxygen going into those areas. Um, we can, you know, you can experience those things. And then, of course, you have condition like damage to the kidneys, right? You have to remember that the kidneys, the kidneys is responsible for filtering a lot of fluid, right? And waste from the blood. That's the function of the, of the kidney. And it's a process that requires healthy blood vessels. High blood pressure can damage the blood vessels in and leading to the kidneys. Having diabetes is a condition to high blood pressure that can worsen the damage. So if you're diabetic, you have to be very cognizant of your blood pressure, right? Um, kidney problems caused by high, high blood pressure would include things like kidney scarring, right? Um, this type of kidney damage occurs when tiny blood vessels within the kidney become scarred and unable to effectively filter fluid and waste from the blood, right? And at that point in time, you're looking at some serious work that has to be done in order to get the kidney functioning properly. You may even end up on, on a dialysis, right? So, and this could lead to kidney failure. Then you have uh, uh, another condition that, that was kidney scarring. Then you have kidney failure. High blood pressure is one of the most common causes of kidney failure. Damaged blood vessels prevents the kidneys from effectively filtering waste from the blood, just like I've said before, allowing dangerous levels of fluid and waste to collect within the kidney. And treatment may include a dialysis or kidney transplantation. And you don't ever want to be in that condition where you have to be waiting for a dialysis uh, machine or waiting for a kidney transplant, okay? Then you can also suffer damage to the eyes. Damage to the eyes can be as a result of high blood pressure, right? Um, high blood pressure can damage those tiny, delicate blood vessels 
that supply blood to the eyes, causing the vessels in the retina to be damaged, right? Um, the eyes are light sensitive. So damage to blood vessels in those light sensitive uh, areas, those tissues at the back of the eye or the retina can lead to bleeding in the eye, can also lead to blurred vision. And you would have to, you know, you would have to live with a complete loss of vision if these things happen. Again, if you're diabetic, you have to be careful with the pressure of your blood. Having diabetes, in addition to high blood pressure, increase the risk of damage to the eyes. Then you have fluid buildup under the retina, right? And that is called choreography, choreography. And that can result, that can uh, result in distorted vision or sometimes scarring that impairs the vision. You have things like nerve damage, which is optic neuropathy. Block blood can damage the optic nerve, leading to bleeding within the eye or vision loss. So if there's no blood that is flowing into those tiny uh, vessels in the eye, it can damage the optic nerve. And of course, you are going to have vision loss. And again, if you're diabetic, you have to be very, very careful with the pressure of your blood. Another result of uh, high blood pressure, another side effect of high blood pressure is sexual dysfunction. Now, I want you to remember high blood pressure is not going to kill you. It's the side effects right? All of those things that I mentioned, damage to the eyes, damage to the brain, right? Uh, heart failure, um, damage to other nerves in the body is all the result of high blood pressure. Now, sexual dysfunction is a result of high blood pressure. Remember, everything is about circulation. Lack of circulation, you have all these, you know, side effects that's going to happen. The inability to have and maintain an erection, uh, which is known as erectile dysfunction. That becomes increasingly common in men as they reach the age of 50. But men with high blood pressure are even more likely to experience erectile dysfunction. And that's because limited blood can flow by high blood pressure, uh, rather limited blood flow that is caused by high, high blood pressure can block blood from flowing to the penis. So if the heart is not able to force the blood through those blockages, you're not gonna have a, a, an erection. And if you did, you're not gonna have a sustained erection. So we have to be very careful um, with that condition, high blood pressure. Now, so something similar happens to women as well. Women with high blood pressure may also experience sexual dysfunction because the high because the, the pressure is so high, it reduces the flow to the vagina and can lead to a decrease in sexual desire or an arousal. You can also lead to vaginal dryness or difficulty achieving an orgasm. So if you are a female and you're experiencing 
these conditions, you need to have your blood pressure checked. It's very important, right? So as, as I said, blood pressure is referred to, a lot of times I hear people say, you know, BP is a silent killer and, uh, you know, there are no warning signs. And, you know, after I read, went through and did the research and found all of this information, I, I, I would like to disagree with that. Yes, there are warning signs. There are warning signs. If you're having problem with your vision, if you are having uh, sexual problems, if you're, you're, you're experiencing um, the inability to you know, or, or rather pain in, in certain parts of the body, especially around the back, whether it's left or right, it could be, you know, a kidney problem that you're having, right? Or you may, you may start to forget things. You may start to, you know, have some kind of cognitive impairment. So those are signs. Those are symptoms that something is not right. The body is not functioning properly. And so you need to start paying attention you need to start paying attention to that. Um, you may have a, a pain in the heart, you know, in the area of the heart. And you, you, you said, okay, I'm, it's something, it's not serious. Okay, if it happens once, you know, you probably could let it go. But if it's something that is happening, you know, regularly, and you could, you, you see, well, okay, this happens every two days. This happens every four hours or every six hours it's time for you to start paying attention get yourself to a medical practitioner call your doctor do whatever it is and um, make sure that your blood pressure is not where it shouldn't be um, that way you know you would be happy your family would be happy as well okay so let me just take a break here and um, go to our email let me see if i have any email uh, that came in. And um, yes, we do. It's just myself here alone today, folks. I have to be doing several things at a time. And let me just read this one is from Hank. Fred, I have to agree with you. This daylight savings time thing is, a, is in fact ridiculous. This is like saying, let's take a piece of cloth and cut a piece off of it from one end and attach it to the other end of the cloth to make it longer. It's ridiculous. I agree with you, Hank. I absolutely agree with you. I don't know why we have to do that. We live in a very sophisticated, technologically driven world. Uh, places are open 24-7. This is not like back in the 60s or even the 50s. So there's no need for that. There are areas in North America, Quebec, and uh, parts of British Columbia, and I'm certain parts of the United States that don't go through this nonsense uh, all the time. Okay. This one from Frank. Hi, Fred. The biggest problem with high blood pressure is having a wife. That's all. Love you, man. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to go there, but thanks for, the, thanks for the comment. Here's one from Brian, and Brian is saying amen to Fred Cox. This is a fantastic subject. Thank you very much for that, Brian. And um, we just got one came in there from Kelly. Hi, Fred. I almost forgot about today's show. I forgot about the time difference. I bet a lot of listeners will have that issue as well with this daylight savings time. Yeah, I don't know. Just keep the time, keep the time the way it is. The world, the earth is not going to stop spinning. It's not going to slow down to adjust for this so-called daylight savings time. Here's one from Sadie. And Sadie is saying, listening again, this is a very important topic for all folks, men and women. 
it is a it is a silent killer. Great topic. Thank you very much, Sadie. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, blood high blood pressure is, as Sadie said, and as I said earlier, it's, it's referred to as the silent killer. And what do you do if it's silent? You got to make sure that you're aware of it. You have to make sure that you know what those levels are, what those pressure levels are. And uh, I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you what is the you know best level that it should be. But your doctor will have your information uh, or any healthcare practitioner will have your information. I know what mine is and I do check mine regularly. Now, mind you, your blood pressure is going to spike at times, right? Because we things happen, things happen in life. So sometimes you might be a, a bit excited. You, you, you might be exercising, usually after, uh, you know, some kind of rigorous exercise or even walking, your blood pressure will, will spike, even driving because, you know, you're moving, you're moving at a very high speed and you want to get to the, your destination very quickly. So yeah, your blood pressure is going to spike, but that doesn't mean it's going to remain like that. What you have to do is, is control those moments when you are in a, in a period of, of, of anxiety, a period of stress. There are lots of things to stress us out. We have bills, we have families, we have relationships, we have, you know, we, we have businesses to run. So there are going to be things that will cause our pressure to spike. But we have to understand we must not allow those things to last for very long periods because that is where it can cause damage to the arteries, right? And stress will build up. Not only high, high blood pressure can cause a lot of stress. And stress, as we know, is one of the you know, leading causes of uh, all kinds of disease that we have. So we have to be cognizant of the fact that you know, this blood pressure thing, this thing that they call, that they call the silent killer, it is silent, but we shouldn't allow it to remain silent. We have to let it know, yes, you're silent, but I know you're there. I know you're there and I'm watching, right? Watch it the same way you would watch TV, the same anxiety, the same excitement, you know, um, that you will have when you, you want to look at the show the same importance, rather, not excitement, the same importance that you would put on looking at a TV show, the same importance that you would put on getting up in the morning to go to work because you're going to, you know, you don't go to work, you're going to get paid. You're not going to get paid. Uh, put that same importance on maintaining a healthier lifestyle or maintaining maintain good levels of your, of your blood pressure. Because if you don't, trust me, you will feel it. And sometimes you won't even feel it. You just wake up looking at the flowers from the roots up, right? So, you know, be very cognizant of that. Be very, very cognizant. Now, um, one of the things that blood pressure can cause is blurred vision, right? As I mentioned earlier, if the optic nerve is affected, you are going to experience blurred vision. There's no question about it because enough blood or oxygen is not going to that area and you're going to have a problem. Headaches. A lot of times people get headaches and we kind of ignore it. I remember um, it might have been 
yeah, it was during COVID. It was during COVID. I used to experience a, a, a sharp pain. Sometimes it comes from the right side, just over the eye, or from the left side. And it will shoot all the way to the back of the head. And it, I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's as if somebody took a pin and stuck me in that area. And that pain just zoop, and it's very, very fast. And it, it will cause me to jump when it happens. And I, I always wondered why. Why was that happening? And then I decided to, somebody tell me to check my blood pressure. And lo and behold, my blood pressure was high. It was very high. I don't know why, because it's not something that I suffer from. High blood pressure is not part of my, you know, doesn't happen to me. But I must have been under some kind of stress. Maybe it's the locked up. That's what it was. Locked down during COVID. And I couldn't handle the lockdown thing. I wanted to be outside. So I remembered that, but I paid attention to it. And I, you know, took the necessary uh, cautionary action to uh, to get it down, All right? So uh, terrible headaches. You might be experiencing um, uh, some kind of uh, migraine headache, right? That's a sign, you know, severe headaches is a sign of a rare form of high blood pressure. And it's called malignant hypertension. A malignant hypertension is exceedingly high blood pressure. And that type of blood pressure, that can create abnormally high pressure in the cranium. That's the part of the skull that surrounds the brain. And as the pressure, as the blood pressure increases to very dangerous levels, pain builds up in the head. And that often causes, uh, you know, migraine or severe headaches. Um, and it's very, 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 very serious. I, I wonder now speaking about, about this, I wonder if that, that is what I was, I was experiencing some mild type of, um, of, uh, uh, what you call it? The, uh, migraine headache because i've always heard people that suffer with migraine headache they complain about how serious the pain is but mine was i mean not to that length of time it was just a a sharp almost like a like an electrical voltage that's going from the front of my my forehead just over at either the left or the right eye and it just shoots down to the back of my head so I'm, I'm thinking that for someone that is experiencing a migraine headache, it would be a more prolonged type of pain for an extended period of time. And if that's the case, that is a very, very painful condition. So if you're experiencing terrible headaches and blurred vision, that is a sign of, uh, of high blood pressure. Okay? Pay attention to that. And then... Another symptom could be difficulty in breathing. If you're experiencing difficulty breathing, that could be an indicator of high blood pressure, which causes, uh, it's, it's uh, what they're saying, it's the thickening and stiffening of the heart wall. And that could lead to difficulty breathing, right? Um, if you're doing uh, a task that, is supposed to be relatively easy, 
and it gives you shortness of breath. Like for example, coming up the stairs. If you're if you if you live in a home where you have to climb the stairs often, whether it's to go to bed or you forget something to, and you have to go back upstairs. And when you do that little, you know, few treaders that you have to go up to get to whatever it is you're looking for, if you find that you are experiencing shortness of breath, that could be a warning sign. And it should prompt immediate medical care. All right. So you should be able to go up your stairs very easily unless you have a knee problem. If you don't have a knee problem, going up the stairs should not be a problem. And you shouldn't be <sighs> panting for breath. OK, you didn't you didn't run uh, uh, a marathon or a five mile distance. It's just a few treaders that you went up the stairs. So difficulty in, in any normal exercise, difficulty breathing, that is a sign that you have, uh, that's a signal rather, that there's something wrong with the pressure levels of your blood. Of your blood. Then you have queasiness or nausea, right? As a single symptom, nausea does not suggest hypertension. However, nausea associated with blurred vision and severe headaches, and of course, shortness of breath, can be a sign of malignant um, hypertension. So again, these are warning signs, right? They're saying, you know, I've read many articles that said there's uh, blood pressure is a silent killer and there's no there are no warning signs. Not true. There are warning signs because what I'm reading here, what I'm telling you, those are symptoms that something is wrong with your blood pressure, the level of your blood pressure. So I want you to pay attention. And I, you know what? I hope that uh, our listeners today have taken the time to write down some of these things because you it's not the, what I'm saying to you is not new. It is information that's out there. Your doctor will tell you. And if you are someone that is cognizant of your health, you want to maintain a healthy lifestyle, you need to pay attention to some of these things that I'm mentioning, right? I'm not a doctor. I'm just the purveyor of information. And this is research that I've done. And I thought today is a perfect time passing on to my audience. And folks, if you have pen and paper, please write it down. Uh, this show will also be on YouTube. After this live broadcast, we will be posting it on YouTube. So you can always look at a, at a, a rebroadcast and uh, get the information that I'm passing on to you. All right. Um, sleepiness, right? You know, there are lots of times we go through weeks, days, if we don't sleep properly. And, you know, you could be tired. You could be um for whatever reason you might have had. Uh, I know for me, if I were to drink coffee, I'll have a difficult time sleeping, right? So I try to stay away from coffee as, as much as possible. Um, but that's not a sign of high blood pressure. If, 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 uh, sleepiness, if you find yourself um, falling asleep, however, if you find yourself falling asleep a lot, I <laughs> come to think of it. I know of a gentleman, um, Every time I see him in meetings, you know, half the time he's sleeping, he sleeps right through, right? So he has a problem. Now, the inner organs can grow weak or become impaired, 
due to high blood pressure because the heart is pumping out less blood. An insufficient blood flow results in fatigue and sleepiness, mental, physical, or physical exhaustion without a clear cause is a sign to check your blood pressure. All right, so let me read this to you again. If you find yourself falling asleep at certain times of the day when you're not really ready to sleep, all right, whether you are in a meeting, you go to a movie, you're in a conversation, or you find yourself falling asleep while driving, right? Dangerous, dangerous move. It means that there is something wrong. It's a good chance that the inner organs have grown weak or become impaired due to high blood pressure because the heart is not able to push out enough blood. So less blood is going to those areas. And therefore, with insufficient blood flow, the results can result in fatigue and sleepiness. Right, so be very, very careful. Mental or physical exhaustion without a clear cause is a sign to check your blood pressure, folks. All right, nosebleeds. You know, this happens sometimes. It happens to me, especially in the winter time. I don't know why. Uh, sometimes I just, you know, I feel like I want to blow my nose. I get a tissue. Boop! I blow my nose, and there comes a spat of blood, and right away. I will go and check my blood pressure right away because I know. Uh, I remember years ago when I used to work in the factory, I, I, I was a welder and I had this friend um, every once in a while, his nose would just bleed. And I, you know, I would, I would tell him, um, you know, maybe it's your, it's your blood pressure, not realizing that that was a direct cause of blood pressure. So um, hypertension can cause nosebleeds, which if they grow progressively worse, can indicate that something is wrong, right? And this, this, this is usually because the increased uh, blood flow, it harms those tiny vessels in the nose area. So if a person is getting frequent nosebleeds, it is important to check your blood pressure, right? Um, very, very important. And then you have, you know, dizziness. People with hypertension, high blood pressure, may experience dizziness um, due to a lack of oxygen reaching the brain. And while dizziness can be a side effect of some blood pressure medications, high blood pressure itself does not usually cause dizziness. Sudden dizziness associated with the loss of balance or coordination and trouble walking can be a warning sign of a stroke. And high blood pressure is a leading risk factor of strokes. So if you find yourself walking and you're losing your balance or you're getting feeling dizzy, again, those are warning signs, right? So don't listen to people that are telling you that high blood pressure you know, there, there are no warnings. Yes, they are warnings. These things that I'm telling you, those are symptoms that you need to pay attention to. Why am I having dizziness? Why is it, why is my nose bleeding whenever I blow my nose? Or sometimes you just, you know, lean forward and you could see blood dripping out. So be very careful with that. Discolored skin. The skin can become bluish or mucous membrane, membranes is called cyanosis. 
And this is usually due to the lack of oxygen in the blood. Now, if you have that condition, um, you know, um, that's a sign. That could be a sign of lack of oxygen in the blood. Red blood cells provide oxygen to the body tissues, right? And the blood that has lost ox its oxygen is dark and bluish or red or purple. Oh, sorry, dark bluish red or purple. And when their oxygen levels drop, even a small amount, a person may develop cyanosis. And this is a symptom that is associated with pul pulmonary hypertension, high blood pressure in the arteries of the lungs. That is pulmonary hypertension, high blood pressure in the arteries of the lungs. Then you have, you know, you've heard the term, People say, oh, I got brain fog, right? What is brain fog? Brain fog, people mention that a lot of time. And, you know, especially if it's an elderly person and they can't remember something, oh, brain fog, right? But as we age, slower brain function is normal, right? Slower brain function is normal, but it can also be a sign of high blood pressure. Some people completely lose interest in carrying out daily activities. This happens as you get older. You don't want to do certain things. And this should be a sign to seek medical attention. Brain fog develops when the oxygen supply to the brain diminishes, causing a lack of focus and problems with memory and learning. All right? So that is brain fog. When there's a problem with uh, memory and learning, um, you know, oxygen to the brain is probably not getting there enough or quickly enough, and that could cause uh, brain fog. Then you have swelling of the feet, right? Swollen feet can be a sign of heart disease, poor circulation or kidney, kidney, lung, or liver disease. Medication used for high blood pressure, particularly calcium channel blockers, can cause swollen feet. All right, so if you find that your feet <clears throat> is swollen, especially when you get up in the morning or if it lasts too long during the day, that is a sign, that is a symptom that something is wrong with the pressure of the blood. And especially if you're taking uh, certain types of medication for high blood pressure, you have to be very cognizant of these things. So <clears throat> what do we do? Those are the symptoms. What do we do to avoid these things? Now, your lifestyle has to change. You, that's number one. You have to change your lifestyle. And here are some tips. Here are some tips to lower your blood pressure and to keep it down. Lose extra pounds and watch your waistline, folks. Blood pressure often increases as weight increases. So be cognizant of that. Exercise regularly. Eat a healthy diet. Yes, eat a healthy diet, right? Not plenty food, but good food, good healthy food. Reduce salt in your diet. Limit your alcohol. I like that part. Limit your alcohol. Don't stop. If you love alcohol, have a drink once in a while, but limit it. And if you're a smoker, and I hope you're not, because not too many people are smoking these days, quit. Quit cold turkey. Don't even go vaping. It's not good. Anything that you're putting into your lungs that is not fresh air is not healthy. Even if you're smoking marijuana, folks, don't put the smoke into your lungs. It's not good. That's a whole different topic. Get a good night's sleep. Yep, sleep is very, very important. And reduce the stress in your life. Okay? 
reduce the stress in your life. If you have a job that's stressful, quit or get, you know, get some remedy. If you have bills that's causing you stress, try to correct the condition. Right? Don't answer the bill collectors. All they do is cause stress in your life. All right. So those are eight tips. Lose weight, exercise regularly, eat a healthy diet, reduce salt, limit alcohol, quit smoking, get a good night's sleep, and reduce the stress. All right. Now, what do we recommend? I'm going to give you some recommendations. If you go to our website at Liquid Green Products and you click on uh, Health Show and you scroll down and you look for health products, there's a site there that has some wonderful, wonderful products in the form of teas, right? And there's one that's called Lipid Care Tea, right? It's the um, it's an excellent tea. And the benefits of that is that it regulates uh, lipometabolism of the body and dissolves redundant fat in the blood while we leisurely drink the tea, right? It balances nutrition supply to the body. It transforms fat into energy and it retains the youth and vigorous phys uh, physical state. So that's one. Then coenzyme Q10, it improves metabolism, especially myocardial and nerve cells, thus promotes cardiovascular health, a powerful antioxidant that prevent and alleviates degenerative cardiovascular and uh, other types of disease. It improves stamina and general well-being of the human being. People that have cardiovascular disease, hypertension, high cholesterol, this is a product that you should be looking at, right? And uh, then the last one I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend is uh, harp sea oil. Now, if you're in, in the United States, this product is not available to you. If you go to our website at Liquid Green Products in the health show section, you click on health products um, and, and you're using the, the, the section for the website that says US, if you're a US uh, resident, you're not gonna see this harp sea oil. However, the omega-3 is just as effective, so you can you can try that. And the benefits of omega uh, omega three fatty acids includes EPA and DHA, right? And it's for people with elevated blood lipid level or blood pressure, right? This product is specifically for that. People with family history of stroke and heart attack, people with with uh, cardiovascular or um, autoimmune disorders. This product is what you should be looking at. So again, you know, folks, um, as I said earlier, if you are concerned about your health, the information that I've just passed on to you, please take it seriously, right? Take it very, very seriously, because as, they, as it is said that high blood pressure is a silent killer. Right. But if you allow it to be silent all the time, yes, it will kill you. If you take the measures and you protect yourself from this silent killer, chances are you'll have a much better quality of life. And if you're looking for products um, that can help in maintaining a healthier uh, lifestyle and reducing the, you know, the, the elevated, um, uh, uh, what you call elevated blood lipid levels in your in your blood or your or your blood pressure, you need to take a look at the products I've just mentioned. Go to liquidgreenproducts.com forward slash health dash products, and you will see all the products in there um, that we are carrying for this and many other 
um, conditions that you might be suffering from. Okay, so uh, with that said, uh, let me see if I have any more email. Uh, I should, if I could pull it up. Yeah, we got one here from Bob. And Bob says, hi, Fred, almost missed you today. I forgot about the time change. Peace, brother. Thank you, Bob. Thanks. I'm glad that you remembered and you took, um, you've joined us this evening. Uh, I suspect a lot of people this has happened to, and, um, but there isn't anything we can do. We just have to remember that Saturday um, in November, that first Saturday, that you need to you know, turn the clock back. I wish they could stop this foolishness but I don't have the power to make that happen. But thanks for joining us, Bob. That was very nice, very nice of you. I am here all by myself today, as I said, my co-host is not here. She is, for sure, somewhere over the Atlantic, heading our way uh, back home. Um, she was in Jamaica for a little while, and uh, we're gonna have her on next week. And uh, next week, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about, but again, it's going to be in the realm of uh, healthy information we're going to be passing out to our listeners. If you've missed any of our shows, any of our shows, um, you can listen or watch them on the following platforms. You can go to Spotify and type in Liquid Green Health Show. Um, this show is going to be posted on YouTube immediately after this broadcast. So you can watch it on YouTube. And please, if you're going to be watching it on YouTube, I'm asking you, please remember to like, share, subscribe. We need your input because the more you do that is the more we would grow, the larger the audience will be, and we'll be very, very happy. Okay. If you don't, then, you know, the boogeyman is going to be after you, man. The boogeyman is going to be after you. Okay, that brings us almost to the end of our show, folks. This has been a wonderful, you know, it's amazing how an hour goes very, very quickly. You think you put together all this information and you're saying, oh, you know, I may have too much or I don't think I have enough. But the hour goes so quickly. It goes by one hour. I honestly don't think that an hour is enough for the amount of information that we put together that we can bring to you. I had to skip as I was watching the time. I had to skip and move move ahead mm -hmm. because there's so much more um, I could have talked about, elaborated a little bit more on, on certain things, especially the diabetic part. But uh, that's a whole different show that we will have uh, sometime, hopefully um, before the end of this month, right? Uh, because this November is, is diabetes month. So we're going to be talking on that. So uh, this brings us to the end of the show, my folks. I am grateful for your participation and for the, those of you that wrote us in, thank you ever so much. And for those of you that are listening, I know we have a lot of listeners in the United States um, and across Canada, and I could hear the music playing in the background. So I'm going to end the show with this quote, with this quote, good health is central to human happiness and well-being. It contributes significantly to prosperity and even to economic progress. And so as healthy individuals, we can, more, we can be more productive and may even live longer. So until next Sunday, same time, same place, this is Fred Cox on behalf of my co-host Janet, who's coming here. We would like to say, let's stay healthy on Reality Radio 101. Have a good one.
Thank you for listening to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts, Fred and Janet Cox, right here on Reality Radio 101.